Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit CARON.org slash lost. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. A roast as dark as the night. Perfect for fueling the cryptid research and mad ravings required for your podcasting. Don't mind the red eyes. He's just trying to warn you of the bridge. The bridge. Finally, from the caffeine-addled brains of Spring Hill Jack Coffee and last podcast on the left, we bring you Mothman's Red Eye Blend. Yes, delicious Panama beans. Go to lastpodcastmerch.com to order yours today. <laughs> Doldrums after Halloween. <laughs> but what has been stuck in my head for days? Doldrums. It's a recondition this day and age to read any good news on the newspaper page. Love and tradition of the grand design, some people say, is even harder to find. Well, then there <laughs> must be some magic clue inside these gentle walls. Because all I see is a tower of dreams. Real love bursting out of every scene. Days go by. It's a bigger love of the family. <laughs> Did I do that? There he is. It's exactly what I was hoping. I was over here. I'm jamming out on the fake piano on my desk because that's what I do when I'm really feeling the music. And, um,. How do you guys feel about it? I'm feeling pretty good because I decided to shoot myself with a laser gun and now I'm hold on. Hold on knows how to talk to the ladies. Hold on gets into all the fancy clubs. Hold on's got a rod the size of a baseball bat and he doesn't know. Yeah, he does cocaine on a Wednesday. Hold on knows cocaine on a Wednesday, my friend. How are you doing? Yeah, I mean, I I'm not quite sure exactly what's going on, but I'm I'm with it. I'm feeling great. I'm ready to shit on some it's celebrity like Steph costumes. Or Kel. Yeah, I did this recently, and I kept calling Henry Henri instead of Stefan, <laughs> and making him be a little um fat Frenchman, and we had fun. Yeah, I'm hold on, Mac Nalay. Uh, oh. I'm sorry. Hold on a second. I have to. Uh, uh, I got to knock at the door. I think my Yeezys. Wow. Just so let me go pick, yeah, let me go. You're grab gonna be those. very comfortable now. I guess if I went. 
through the machine. I'd just be Jack A. Harry, who is who I'm, I want to be in real life anyway. Ooh. So I accept. You are Get already a machine. You're already a Jack A. Aside from oh, the one I and only be? Jack A. There are two and only Please Jack A. put me in Ladybugs. <laughs> and you got hit with the laser gun too, MJ, because you were MJ. Oh Chalamet my God. Can for Halloween. You guys made it happen. I am MJ. <laughs> MJ. Chalamet. Um, really, how much did you act? Did you really embody Timothy Shamalama Ding Dong during uh, your Halloween fete? Well, here's the thing. I was so excited when you guys texted me on Friday night to be like, you should be MJ Chalamet. And I was like, this is so great because I'm going to a costume party tomorrow night or a Halloween party. Ooh. It was costume optional. But I was like, I I, I like a dress up. Yeah. I want to dress up. I like a costume. And so I was like, this is so great. It's like, it, this will be fun. And, and I can put on heavy eye makeup and whatever. But then Saturday afternoon, I took my children to the Bronx Zoo, um, and I live in Brooklyn, and it, it, it was a hero's journey taking oh the subway. God. I used to take the subway to the Bronx, you know, three to four days a week for 11 years, but that was by myself. Both the kids? Was like, All the way up to <laughs> yes. the Bronx Zoo? And that's not even just like like at the tip of the Bronx. Like, that's in the Bronx. <laughs> and then it's like several, it's, it's a, a long, long walk. walk from the train station. Yeah, so, and I ha we had a bunch of adults with us too. It was not even like I was on my own, but by the time I got back, of no one was not. in a good mood. Um, <laughs> you know, it was, we had a great time at the zoo. It was magical. It was sweet. But, you know, sometimes as a parent, you're like, this will be fun. And then you forget that like things are fun, but also like not pure fun. Right. Like there is like a lot of, you know, things that aren't fun that come with it. And so I got back and it was like nine o'clock and the person whose party I was going to is also a parent of a young child. And th she said, she was like, I don't even know if I'm going to stay past 10 or 11. And I was like, and also it was in Williamsburg, which is like, you know, I haven't really spent a lot of time. I used to be in Williamsburg every single night. I haven't spent a lot of time in Williamsburg since I was, you know, a much you younger person. You saw almost every so, borough on Halloween is what yes, you're saying. Yes, it was. Yeah. <laughs> Good Lord. And so I was like, I got to become Timothy Chalamet now. Or I got to become MJ Chalamet. <laughs> and, but actually that part was fun because all I really did was try to do a, a, a middle part and uh, a lot of heavy eye makeup. And I was very, dis I like looked through my wardrobe and my wardrobe is not like sparkly mm. enough. Like mm. I need like shit with weird collars. Big collars. You know, or I, I, I actually considered wearing my white wedding suit like to be him like at the Met Gala. Um, but I do not fit into my white wedding suit anymore. Uh, and so I was like, I don't have like, I, so, so outfit wise, I fell short. But facial expression wise, I feel like I did Get it. Yeah. But long story short, nobody at the party, not a one, asked me if I was in costume or noticed or it did not come up at Just the party. You were but tired. I felt happy. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. I think everyone just thought like, oh, I'm just doing something a little bit different. I love it. Uh, in terms of hair. <laughs> Today, weird middle part for some reason. So not a, not a single uh, other person experienced me as MJ Chalamet. Yeah, you know that's the problem with kind of cut, trying to come out with like some new fashions, sensibilities, and stuff like that. MJ is, I mean, unless you're even if you did show up in what I showed up in, which is just a full on dog costume, I think maybe people would have been like, "Wow, they're really like trying this new aesthetic, <laughs> like this dog aesthetic." It's like this is my Halloween costume. I will already. say, yeah. Holden, I did. See See you in two different dog costumes this weekend. So, <laughs> well, Brandy Man is Brandy Man, 
I mean, that's its own situation over on Jack and you know, the cowboy hat and the dog costume. Well, I have a lot of dog costumes because <laughs> of when we saw yeah. cats and dressed like dogs, right? I still have. I recognize your kept, dog costume. Yeah. I kept the choices, but it was such a new parents Halloween for us because literally like moments before we were like, should we even go? And then Lexi was like, I'm just not even going to wear a costume. And I was like, it's a costume party. You have to wear a costume. Like you're saying that now. And as soon as we get there and you're not in a costume and everyone else is in a costume, you're not, you're going to hate life. So we got to get you something. So <laughs> she looked she wore great. her Lucille Ball. Yeah, she looked yeah, she awesome. She wore her Lucille Ball costume from 2012. And I had a dog costume I just pulled out of the bin and threw on. Luckily, we she somehow had the good sense to order a Grogu costume like a week ago for uh, the baby that uh, you know we put on for two seconds. Just like Lizzo. <laughs> and that's why I said the, the, the Winnie and Lizzo definitely twinned hard on Halloween, mm-hmm. as well as Angelina Jolie and all of MJ's family. Now, MJ, <laughs> I can't not bring up the fact that you all dress like giraffes because I love giraffes. I didn't and know. That about you. Ex- oh, I love giraffes, and giraffes are so good. And then they nuzzle in their necks, and they love each other so much. Yeah, and you always think about the time when Old and I were at the zoo, and then the they LA kept zoo, this, and they kept they it kept separated. Bring this up last week. That's yeah. the last time I've been to a zoo because I mean, I, MJ, this is weird that we have all this fucking zoo, zoo talk. talk in this episode. I guess the zoo episode. <laughs> good lord. Stay out of the reptile. Yeah, don't go to any of the domes. Uh, Don't be in any of the domes. Don't be in any dome. That Jurassic Park is Tommy Anthony's. Don't go into a dome. No space with with other creatures. But uh, MJ, yeah, I will say, yeah, and and Jay, I will say, it's the last time I stepped foot in a zoo because I found it all to be incredibly depressing. This is the thing with a zoo. You really run. The, the 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 chance of having a terrible time because you're just absolutely devastated about the concept. I feel like <laughs> it's what a conservation the zoo has, which is like an animal. Yeah, zoo becomes animal exactly, jail yeah. real quick. Right, right. You really start to think about like life and cages, and it, it, you can really spiral very quickly. Uh, for for this reason, I also avoid zoos. But the Bronx Zoo, I I do feel like is different because it's a cons- it's a conservation zoo, and like it it, it you know it, I, I and I've actually like done a little bit of research on this, and there's like kind of two categories of zoos where it's like zoos that are just like just for the money, and then zoos that are like we're actually trying to like either just for the shows. Don't even get me started so on then, the zoos for the shows when they bring right. those parents oh. out. They make the parents do their work. Yes. For them, yeah. No, I don't love the show. I, there's a lot. It is uncomfortable to go to the zoo, but I, I was telling yeah, myself, I start screaming, "We should put the men in a cage. We should be in the." You know what I mean? You start throwing, yeah. You start throwing poop at the zookeepers. I, yeah, but I, I yeah, we'll I call was them telling myself that the, 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 the yeah poop. You're no, the don't. Poop I love zookeepers. Now. Yeah, you're not locked in here with me. I'm locked in here with you. You know, whatever. How did I get these scars? You know what I mean? I just the whole Joker thing. But we, we, well, part of the reason we went is because Freddie's also very into giraffes and so we wanted to see the giraffes in the Bronx Zoo which was very satisfying and then yes my whole family dressed as giraffes for Halloween and uh, at, that turned out to be extremely fun maybe even more fun than being MJ Chalamet wow and, shots fired here Angelina Jolie's over here stealing my also thunder also dressed as a like giraffe always. Very, very like always we're always saying this <laughs> oh, crib and MJ style non-stop yeah. and um 
Yeah, she's oh. the Ari- your Ariana. I've yeah. always said that. And who knows? I bet next uh, Halloween she'll be Angela Chalamet. <laughs> we'll be like, oh, wow. I wonder where you got that fucking idea, Angelina, if Whoa. that's your real name. Oh, what does it stand mean? Angel, whatever. Yeah. But also, speaking of Ariana Grande, Holden, how did you feel when I sent this very great um, when I explained the article of what Ariana Grande was wearing, Holden, you and Ariana dressed as each other for Halloween. She dressed like a lizard and you dressed like a lying dog. Oh, and yes, right. that's I what know, I know. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, look, uh, yeah, exactly. I was like, I was just, I, at first all I could see was her. So I was just like, oh, look, a thieving woman. And then I dug deeper. I was like, oh, wow, she did kind of maybe send a subtle nod she did. to me. And say, hey, maybe that was her olive branch. Well, I take the branch oh and I break God, the branch. Oh my God, you're very upsetting. But she <laughs> was dressed as the creature from the Black Lagoon. And it, the uh, the pictures are actually really fucking cool. Um, whomever made the prosthetics for her outfit, uh, it's it looks really good. And it's cool. I just was. I just immediately did think that um, she was stealing your style again, as Holden the Lizard. I'm sorry, Hold on, the <laughs> Lizard McNale. 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 It's a pretty big yes, coincidence. Absolutely. Even I, as Emma, I think perhaps I'm in the the camp skeptic in Whoa. terms of the extent to which. Ariana Grande is stealing everything about uh, Holden's life. I think it's really the origin story of how it happened that has me, that that is my favorite part uh, of Holden's kind of theory. But I do think that the coincidences are adding up. I think that at this point, just like KJ Epa, you can't explain that many coincidences away. Like at some point we have to admit, all these celebrities are listening to page seven. Probably Pete Davidson too. Pete Davidson's like, you want to talk about, you want to talk about all the hot women I'm smooching, holding hands with Kim Kardashian on on the roller coaster at the not scary. Which I think that she was just scared. We all know this, right? Sure. Well, I don't know. You think there's nothing there? Maybe. Come on, you know she was fucking. Well, at least her hand wasn't, you know, down by his neck. I don't hold hands with. People I ride roller yeah, coasters. I, don't I have definitely had a picture on a of me and Edward Larson holding hands at the top. <laughs> and it was because I was, I was, uh, I had taken some things at the Disneyland, and at the top of Tower of Terror, I was so scared that I had burst yeah. into tears. Even though I love a Tower of Terror, but so I was so good. into it that the picture I am whole, I made him hold my hand, and tears are streaming down my face. <laughs> Outside. That's. I will say. I think he's the only person I've ever held hands with on a roller coaster or something like that out of fear. But if she was if she was tripping balls and that's why she's holding hands, <laughs> and that's an awesome. That makes me love her all the more. What are they doing at the Knott's Berry Farms together in the first place? Who knows? Yeah. I mean, you know, come on. What, what, it's not like they were on a fucking class trip. Yeah. And they just ended up sitting next to each other. I mean, I think that was like a date. You know what I mean? And I don't think that Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson are like just like really great friends the way that Jackie Zabrowski and Ed Larson are. Maybe I'm wrong. I think the source, and there was a, a, a source closer, I believe, that said something along the lines of like, she's just having some fun these days, which essentially just means she's rebounding on that big jump on it. fucking dick. You know he's not looking for anything <laughs> serious, you know, has. so it's great. Yeah. 
I hope that absolutely. It is, it is a head you know scratcher I mean? to me, though. That guy really, really is the luckiest man on earth. Right, Kate Beckinsale, fucking. Uh, I thought you know, about well, I, I mean, you. I thought about you. Yeah, he was banging that one for a while. I apologize. Peter. It's a horrible thing to say. I can't remember her name though. Phoebe. Uh. Oh right, he yes, did date from that Bridgerton, actress, didn't he? I just thought you were. Imagining that was what Kate Beckinsale said. Could have been uh, that at too. some point during a lovemaking session. By lovemaking session, I mean deep. The bang, the bang, the bang, and who could forget the relationship with Ariana Grande? It's where it all began, I guess. For uh, for the maybe everyone's thirsting for him out there. Yeah, it really launched him into the stratosphere of like beautiful <laughs> that people. One picture with her with the lollipop in her mouth, looking up at him in that exact specific way. That made him. That gave him open season on any chick she, he wants to bang yeah. for the rest of his life. That one, it's and that she might not have it, it even be like it. He might even have a tiny little, I'm going to say little neener. Well, That's what little, I you know what I mean. I don't think he has a tiny neener, but I think that it's all he's about the energy. Tall like, and lanky. I, <laughs> there's no way he's got a tiny yes. neener. Yeah, he's tall and lanky. He's, he's got, got a big, big fatty. But no, but but, it, but it's. I think it's more about the tall and lankiness than it is about the size of his neener. I think there's just something. <laughs> 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 he's just like the tall idiot asshole in the back of the room in your class that you're just like I guess I'd make out of that guy you know? I guess I'll suck no, that you guy no he's the, the guy that you cut class with smoke a, they try yeah, a cigarette you for the cut first class time. with him you have a cigarette he gets you high on some like swag that's mixed with oregano and you're like well you know I guess it wasn't that bad <laughs> yes that's great yeah yes I've, he is the type of guy you, you, you bang or make out with and then you walk away and you're like yeah, I guess I don't regret that. That was oh, fine. fine. You know? <laughs> I guess I don't <laughs> okay regret yeah, yeah. that. That's what I wanted to do. But I <laughs> and something did. I definitely didn't regret that I did over the weekend was I went to go see the Nightmare Before Christmas concert dish that was dish. done by Danny Elfman. And Billie Eilish was there singing Sally's song. And Weird Al Yankovic was there. And Paul Rubens was there. Awesome. And it was all done by the original orchestra that made the original um, soundtrack for the movie. And apparently this is Danny Elfman's last time performing as Jack Skellington. And I gotta say, it was a fucking magical evening that I don't think I'll ever forget. It was, I, I can't imagine that they weren't recording this to put up. I was about to say, please tell me they fucking There's recorded this evening be. of they entertainment. They have to be. Did you not... You, but you didn't see cameras or anything. Like they didn't say you. You didn't sign a consent form. No, or anything no. Like that. But I would imagine, since it is Disney, that they have to be turning that into a live, like a concert event type thing that they're going to put up next year. I especially because Danny Elfman said that it was the last time that he's ever going to do it. And in the end, he sang some Oingo Boingo songs. Cool. And that was just like a. It really just was. Uh, I had no idea. That it was something I always needed or wanted in my life. And Danny Elfman just looking fucking amazing. And they like played the movie and they did the live orchestra over the movie. And then the people would come out and sing the songs. And it was all outside of Billie Eilish and Weird Al. But like Greg Proops was there. It's like all the original people doing all the voices and seeing these people on stage. Five people outside of the big characters did all of the voices for all of the characters. Wow. And they're just on stage doing it. And it like, I don't know. You know when you see something and you feel very cynical and jaded in your life and you watch it and you're just like, 
I like being a performer. And it's really cool to see when you're just like, there's a bunch of kids there that are just like watching this and and like it's real life that they get to see Nightmare Before Christmas and the whole place is singing. It was just a really magical, gothy moment for us. Love it. Yeah, that sounds That's so amazing. awesome. And Billie Eilish, I was at first, I was like, yeah. not Catherine O'Hara. I want to see Catherine O'Hara sing this song. But you know what? Y'all know I love Billie. And it is. it was really cool because you could tell how excited she was to do that. She didn't have to fucking do that on Halloween. She does not have to do anything she doesn't want to do. Right. And like afterwards, just them all on stage as they're like taking their bows and like she just couldn't, like, I don't know. That's got to be no matter how much you've done and how much you've seen at that young of an age, it has to mean something, right? Yeah, that's so cool. Definitely. And I love how much of a fan she is, like, you know, with her Justin Bieber yeah. thing and everything. Like, as cool as she comes off and as, like, everything, like, watching the documentary and just seeing how much of a goofball she is for Justin Bieber's music and was, oh, and you're just like... Yeah, she's just like everyone. She's just this goofy kid who just fucking happened to, A, have like an incredibly talented older brother that helped her immensely as well. But uh, together with him, fucking was on the cusp of the new wave of, you know, emo chick or whatever you want to call it. I don't know. He's just on it, man. And uh, it's just fun to see. It's like, oh, she's not cool. And that's what it's also really impressive with her because never did she say like, I'm super cool. Like, you know what I mean? She like wears her... Uh, I think fandom and and her her goofiness on her sleeve at the mm-hmm. same time, you know, uh, which is what's so funny. She's kind of I feel like always constantly being like, I'm not that cool, <laughs> like, <laughs> which I appreciate. Yeah, I'm not even very good at this. You know what I mean? Just like very humble yeah. in that way. At least that's what I got from her doc, which I think everybody should check out. Well, I was feeling the same way about Timothy Chalamet. Speaking of, is oh. because I saw Dune. We talked about it over on Talking TV, and you can hit up our Patreon if you would like to listen to Holden and I squirt about Dune. Rude Duners you rise and your the fuck. Dune. <laughs> <laughs> Wiggle your arms around like worms. Throw a bag of groceries from somebody's grocery cart oh, into a river. Let's go, <laughs> But let's go, Timothy is another one of those. And in watching the interviews, like with him and Zendaya and stuff like that, I always just assume it's like, well, he comes from generational wealth. Oh, he's like got you know. It's like he comes from like like nice stock. That I think that he's gonna have this stick up his ass, but he's just like. Uh, bro, it's the end to the point that like this whole Vice article came out trying to find out because there was word on the street that Timothy had this Xbox modding YouTube channel when he was like 14 years old. And people were like, there's no way Timothy would ever do that. Turns out <laughs> Timothy did do that. And he has just this. Because of course, mer- yeah, a 14 year old. Yeah, and he's also was a teenager. Like it's it's he's yeah. a person. He's a human being. Um, and it makes me love him even more, though. It makes me love, love Zendaya that she gets uh. to be smooching fucking Tom Holland oh. and like flirting around with Timothy on all their interviews and just like a fun whatever. Like she just has her finger on the pulse, if yeah, you will, of the else. hot youth. Oh, I thought you said <laughs> cock youth. I was like, yeah, wow, yeah. I think she does have a finger <laughs> on the pulse of the cock, you. 
the, the hot men of of their mid twenties are right there with Zendaya, and I think she deserves it, and I'm happy. I for her. love her. I think Hell I yeah. love her. I love her. I love her so much. I love her even more than I love both of those two boys. I I don't. I can't thirst for Timothy, as I mentioned last week. I just think he is just a little. Just a little baby. A boy. He's a boy. King. Yeah, he's a boy. He's a boy king. king. So. Yeah, but I do. Yeah. I, I, I did for the part that I stayed awake for. I did enjoy Dune, and I like <laughs> his vibe. And I, dude, I, MJ, you're gonna love it. You really are. If you end up watching, this, I know. MJ, you got to start doing a, a series of movie reviews where where it's like movie snooze snooze <laughs> movie reviews where you only catch like a portion of a thing and then try to like give it your your best you know, attempt at a review based on what you saw. And then that can be part of it. Then you try to predict what happens <laughs> in the rest of it. You know, that's a, that's a segment on your review podcast. That's a good idea. And also, it would have been a very MJ review because I was like, I don't want to watch this. I hate sci-fi. <laughs> but then we started watching it. And Gideon I was like- Gideon must have been thrilled. Gideon who loves, you know, all sci-fi, all these things. We have opposite interests in terms of what we want to watch. <laughs> like, ab- absolutely opposite. But I was like, okay, I'll watch it. And I just have to remind myself that, like, much of sci-fi is about like is like colonization stories and uh-huh. of course like sci-fi actually is like very political and like what and I was like oh this is like a story about like an occupied yeah. territory and and so I actually did care about it a lot and I like got pretty into it I didn't mean to fall asleep I was planning on staying awake but so I actually did think the story as far as I got, was interesting. But then I was like, well, I guess I fell asleep. I guess I will just never see Dune because Gideon finished it without me, which he doesn't usually do, but he was busy. He was about to go into this trial. And so he was like, I need to finish this now. Forgive me. I'm going to finish it if you fall asleep. But then he showed me that Dune 2 is coming out. And so now I have to watch the rest of Dune 1 by myself, I guess, or maybe with him because I have to be prepared for Dune 2. We should try and do like a group watch. I'll watch it with you. We'll watch it with you on do the internet. Because I, yeah. I, this is the crazy part. I think I liked it enough to watch it again. Really? And it's two and a half hours long. Yeah. I mean, there's I, uh, a lot of hotties. Oh, the yeah. Alone. They keep rolling <laughs> uh, yeah. through. Ooh. Nobody they told might, me Oscar They might Isaac as well just called this dick, dick, pussy oh. dick. I don't even know why they would call it dick. Dude, you know more what I like mean? dick. Yeah. You, know? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Where are the balls <laughs> under the, underneath the sand? I mean, what are we doing here? That's the kind of sandworm I'm talking about. Huh? But And again, I Oscar. can't. I can't. Thirst for I'm too old to thirst for Timothy Chalamet, but I'm not too old to thirst for Oscar, Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac, more like Oscar yeah. Meyer Wiener. That guy's <laughs> Johnson makes me want to. How dare you? He is a Hebrew national, you fuck. Don't you say he's an Oscar Meyer <laughs> Wiener. National. Hot dog All ambassador. Right, if I'm going to be here screaming about something, <laughs> what I'm going to be screaming about is Chris Pratt being the damn voice of Garfield. And you know who I'm also... <laughs> I thought you were going to give us hot dog candy canes. I thought that um, was the segue. No, I mean, we sure, talk- we could also talk about the hot dog candy canes, but I'm sorry. I As I, <laughs> we were having this conversation, I had pulled up... So one of the articles I'd sent, of course, was Chris Pratt is now also voicing Garfield for some reason, which is the headline. First comment underneath, I'm calling people out. Is Garfield really loved enough for people to have strong opinions about this? <laughs> this seems fine. Fuck you. I'm also going to say fuck you to the next person whose name is Pigfucker. And if Holden, you wrote this, I'm coming after you. Pig 
motherfucker says, I bet people who really love Garfield also love Chris Pratt. Fuck you, pig fucker. I hope the pig fucks you back. <laughs> all right, let's unpack this. First I'm mad about it. I first, you all, first of all, I love this because they came after. He comes after me with this fucking Mario thing, and now he came after Jackie with Garfield. Where's he coming after MJ, MJ for? It's going to be like Chris Pratt replaces Connor Oberst in Bright Eyes. Like, in yeah, the next, no, he's going to play. He's going to play Gene Kelly in a biopic. <laughs> So it's like he's personally attacking. It's like every celebrity's coming directly after us lately. Ouch, I feel hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Well, all right. So the voice of Garfield, too, has a hilarious lineage. If everybody knows that uh, Bill Murray ended up uh, the voice of Garfield uh, because he thought that the director was Joel Cohen of the Cohen Brothers. Yes. But it's a different Joel Cohen, which is the hilarious (laughs) story behind that. And I will say that those movies are not good. I'm not arguing. I love Garfield the entity. Yeah. We grew up. Obsessed with Garfield. I have read every single Garfield comic multiple, multiple times. I am I am not I'm not speaking for the movies here. But fuck you. I I cannot stop laughing at fuck you, pig fucker. <laughs> so funny. I love man. that you're going to the comments to see what the poll what the, the poll what says. The, yeah, yeah, baby. What the poll says. I, I thought we were just complaining about how, you know, articles always just post random comments from t- <laughs> tweets. And now you're doing the same thing. You're going and reading pig fucker on page seven podcast. It. We don't we're better than that guy. We're better we we you know, we're we we're more established than that. We we don't need to read you know what I mean? And so yeah, just don't don't worry. But you know, just wipe the dust off. I mean, I think people care about Garfield. I was so angry about it. And it was just very funny whenever, like, Jeff is a very positive human being. And he really was just like, I understand you being really angry about Super Mario. Like, I understand, like, he shouldn't be Mario. But I really actually don't understand why you're so angry about Garfield. And the look I gave him could have turned the deserts into water. And maybe take me out there if that's what you need. Yeah. Because the problem is is that if Andy Dwyer did the voice I'd be fine with it right but Chris Pratt correct shouldn't do the vo- I'm not saying I'm sure he can do it and I do understand if we're going to rate the anger about him voicing characters I feel as a community we should probably be more upset about Super Mario but this is just, it's just too far. It's just going too far. There's so many amazing voice actors out there. There's so many people. Can we just, I feel like it is, I'm going to say it. It's representative of the fact that we got to keep all these like super celebrities of like, no, he's got to do it. He's got to do all of them. Why? When other people can do it and maybe they just want the hate hype. Who would you want? Who do you I don't want? fucking Who know. Do I'll do it. <laughs> I just don't want him to do it. Hey mom, first things first. Thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, Mom. Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What, what is the... All right, so do you also... Do you base that voice on the original animated show? This is the I mean, night. I do kind of like this that voice. This is the night. I, I, honestly, I think of the Garfield Halloween adventure. I want that person mm. to do it, and I don't know if that person is still alive, and I'm going to say maybe he's not. <laughs> yeah. I'd say, I'd say give him a Cockney accent, but I don't know if I want to hear... Chris Pratt, you know, uh, do it, do anything these days. Get the put him away. He needs to go away for a little while. You know what I mean? He's coming after us. He's get, he's putting, you know, he's give, making us read the Bible. I mean, uh, come on, people, let's let's take a break from old Pat Pratrick. Did you guys see the really creepy Instagram post he had about his wife? Yeah, and yeah, like, tell me about it. I'm trying to bring it up right now so I can read it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do a dramatic reading. Please. So this is a picture of his wife looking at him, and he's looking at the camera, smiling. And the caption is on Instagram. The caption is, guys, for real, look how she's looking at me. I mean, find you somebody that looks at you like that, exclamation point, exclamation point. You know, we met in church. She's given me an amazing life, gorgeous, healthy daughter. She chews so loudly that sometimes I put in my earbuds to drown it out, but that's love. She helps me with everything. In return, periodically, I open a jar of pickles. That's the trade. Her heart is pure, and it belongs to me. It's creepy. It's like some of it, you're like, okay, oh, fun, yeah, pickles, chewing, loud chewing, ha-ha, she belongs to me. Also, Amber Nelson of LPN liked it. (laughs) (laughs) Is that fun? I just think it it is weird to say I, I don't, I just can't with the two of them. I think that I just have bad feelings that I feel like that he's evil. Yeah, I just, it's just a, like somebody else, Oscar Isaac, for example, could probably write that exact same caption and it wouldn't skeeze me out, but there's something about like everything we know about him that where it's just like, ugh, you have bad energy. It's big, bad energy. She also has that big smile, but those sad eyes. Yes. You know what I mean? She's got it, yeah. it tells, it gives the eyes of a, a Kennedy. But that's um uh, <laughs> also by the way, Lorenzo Music is the name of the man that voiced Garfield for all of the Garfield that we think of. And he's the co-creator of the Bob Newhart show. He was a writer and a performer on the Smothers Brothers comedy hour. No he shit. was a person that worked in co- like he is a staple of comedy who was also doing the voice for Garfield. Now, I understand that Chris Pratt is is a silly man. But let him be his, what is it, Captain Captain Big Big Pants? What's his fucking name? I don't even know. With the raccoon! From the Guardians yeah, of the Galaxy. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Holden, uh, Holden, this is you. What's his name? Uh, isn't it just Rocket? No, not raccoon? the raccoon. The, his, the, the man. <laughs> oh, Star Yeah, Star Lord? Star Lord. It, it no, literally, is yes. his name really Star Lord? Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of a joke because he sort of dubbed him. The character dubs himself Star Lord, and it's like a whole running joke. But yes, his character name is Star Lord. I love that you didn't believe me. I thought, I thought you were it was a made up. up Holden thing because that is such a made I up Holden you're thing. It up. But it's not. It's actually the name. No, look up. I'd the rather cast. Captain Chris Big Pants. Star Lord. I think that he fits that more. <laughs> <laughs> there's like there's there's a special kind of disappointment that comes with a celebrity where you start off 
like loving them, rooting for them. Like Andy Dwyer is such a great character. He's so funny, you know, like so many people like really identified with him. And I even, th- and like even thinking about like the first Guardians of the Galaxy, I was like, yeah, Chris Pratt, you're fun, you know, like, and there's like a special kind of disappointment where it's just like layer after layer is peeled away and you realize that like at the core of this person who you like thought you could like have a fun romp identifying with is like actually like a piece of shit, you know? It's you sad. Know what? And I know that yeah, it. I apologize. It's like it, we're we're supposed to like not have you know project our own feelings onto celebrities or whatever, and just like let them live. But I feel like that's what happened with Chris Pratt. It's just like everyone was like, "You're like a nice, normal guy," and then it's like you're actually bad, and it's like, "Oh, you're actually like quite bad," you know? Yes, and I also then realize I think that Kevin Smith should be the voice of Garfield. I think it needs to be someone that embodies uh-huh. the like rather than like if you think about Garfield. I'm thinking about someone that is that character yeah. of whom like that Chris Pratt was set up in our society to be the big lovable doof. And he's not. And that's OK because he's a human being, but he shouldn't be Garfield. Yeah, you're right. It should be somebody who loves lasagna, somebody who <laughs> hates Mondays, somebody who is a lays about who's like. A, and that's why Bill Murray kind of actually does. Technically yes, work. As he really yeah, does. So great. Well. Extremely yeah. good. Just unfortunately, like it wasn't a good, you know, project to be a part no. of per se. But still, I do think that uh, it's got to be, yeah, this very kind of lovable lays about, right? Maybe somebody who's big and huge and fat too. Sure, or just someone that is just like understand. Where I feel like Kevin Smith, who's lost a bunch of the weight, like knows the life, right? Of of leading that of the lasagna eater, and that's the thing. Pratt has been ripped. To shredded for way too long. He doesn't remember what it was like. You kind of you know what I mean. It. His cheap meals like a head of lettuce. I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, I say you know, good for him for sure when it comes to that and the fact that he's kept it off and kept. But you know, Disney pays for him to keep it off. But you know, who pays Mariah Carey to put out threatening videos about the Christmas season? I, I don't know. It does. It feels like an affront. You know, I mean, people really do complain about how. The holiday season, the Christmas season now starts in November 1 and as a bad thing. It is kind of funny that she is literally smashing pumpkins with a giant candy cane with the song. And the song has to be there, too. As at first I was like, oh, she's just doing that. That's one thing. But then to just force the song on us, like, from the get-go. And at the same time, I'm like, yeah, of course you fucking love it. You make, like, a millions so of dollars every Christmas. You're it's her like, money season. Yeah, Christmas time, guys. We're like, give us a week. <laughs> give us two weeks. Let us... You but know, now she's the gatekeeper us, of Christmas. She she's the every fucking year now. She's like, not yet, not yet, now. And it's like, okay, <laughs> fine. But who literally made you the the in charge of Christmas? You might have a song that everybody likes, but you are not <laughs> the god of Christmas. That god MJ is Jesus Christ. Is Whoa, a bit of <laughs> this episode, by the way, Chris Pratt. Though I'm in a garbage can, according to MJ. You've got Mariah Carey's in on the bad on MJ's bad list. What what? Who do you like these days, MJ? Listen, I I have learned to love Mariah Carey thanks to you people on this love show. Love her. I am not love a large fan of her. All I Want for Christmas, and I watched her special last year. I've tried. I've I, I, she's fine. I just don't. Love Love that she's the one who declares when it's Christmas season. If I want to start, what is, who wants it going to be a groundhog? I mean, somebody's got to <laughs> do it. So, if you guys have not seen it, please check out Mariah Carey made this video where you hear the ding, 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 
beginning, like the very beginning of All I Want for Christmas You, you see the heel come out. She comes out in a big Christmas outfit with a huge candy cane with carved jack-o'-lanterns on the stoop that say it's not time and she smashes them with her candy cane and you know what i think the difference i was just looking at you know the 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 like the good neutral evil like the lawful like that chart i think the difference is is that i see mariah carey as chaotic good and i see chris pratt as lawful evil yeah and i think that that is what i like how i distinguish like i love this kind of like, oh, I'm so serious. Not to bring up the Joker again. Oh, um, you're trapped in here with me, Jackie. <laughs> I, I do feel that way about Mariah Carey. We're all trapped in Mariah's world. And <laughs> yeah, once Christmas hits, we're trapped. we're trapped in Christmas with Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey's not trapped in Re-watch Christmas with Krampus us. Krampus again, yes, but think true. about Krampus as Mariah Carey. I think that it works. <laughs> and she's just got to come. She's got to clean up all the evil that doesn't like Christmas. Or how dare you if you're if you and or your religion doesn't celebrate Christmas, but which I think is evil in a different kind of way. But I think it's so it's um it's batshit how she lives her life. And um I please check out uh, the, if you guys haven't the Mariah Carey pop history, the multiple episodes that we did on Mariah Carey. If you're like, you know what, I'd like to know why uh, Jackie's so obsessed with Mariah, with Mariah Carey. If you listen to that, then come talk to me of just talk about she has been a diva from the day she was born. And and every revelation about her is better than the last. My favorite of the most recent revelations is Christmas related that she waits until after everything is done and then she takes all of her presents into a private room <laughs> and opens them in <laughs> it's completely alone like at the end of all of it, that's it is great. So that's great. I love that. that. It's so bizarre to me. Like no, but I, Holden, you have talked about how you hate when everyone yeah. watches you open oh, a present. Oh, yeah, every time you go around, oh my God. Well, I've complained so much about the ritual of, I miss the day when you just do, 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 run down the stairs, just like they wouldn't even wrap the shit because they knew it was just going to be a fucking tornado going through there. So you just run down, you're like, I can't believe my shit I got. Yeah, fuck yeah. Whereas now, that, all of a sudden, that became, okay, is it time? Okay. Holden, you open your first one, and then we're going to meticulously go around the room. Here, do you have the trash bag? Gotta have the trash bag. Put the wrapping paper into the trash bag as soon as it's taken off and delicately take it off as if you're going to reuse it and then crinkle it up and put it in the trash bag like a fucking bunch of psychos. I am so excited to like not do that with my own little unit. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's going to just be chaos, open season. Let's fucking open some shit now, fast, quickly. <laughs> Or do like Mariah and do it do it by yourself. I, I think I would love that. And I also, listen, I'm pro. I just want to be clear. I might not have once been like a Christmas starts on November 1st person, but if anything, maybe it was before the pandemic, but definitely since the pandemic. Listen, we need to squeeze every ounce of fucking joy 
and serotonin we can out of these rituals. And if these rituals mean something to you, then fucking start whenever you fucking want. I do not care. Love I'm like, it. I already want to put shit up in my house, and I won't because I have to consider the other feelings of the people in my house in terms of when it's okay to put up holiday stuff. Now but you're chaotic good, and I like I it. I do think that Christmas should be extended at least into mid-November, if not Yeah, if not I have not. I mean, to me, Christmas starts when I see Santa at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade while I'm drunk as fuck. Drunk Ooh, as a skunk this year. What watching it over Twitch with, with uh, Jackie? That that is my signifier. The Sucking Christmas. on our ham decanes. No, <laughs> I know that you wanted to bring up the hot dog candy canes earlier, but the words ham decanes are, I think, some That's of great. my like. I wish that that was my like. I want that to be my stripping name. Yeah. Ham decane. I think is really really I de- like I identify with that man. If you break uh, it down. Jackie sent us this story with the with the link, and her only explanation was, "We're not going to not talk about it." And I was like, "Did some big celebrity thing happen that I forgot?" Yeah, like, because yeah. every week it's like, "Well, we're we've got to talk about, or we're not going to talk about." It's, there's usually like a thing we all know right. what it is, and I was like, "What is this? I don't know what it is." And it was hot dog flavor, hot dog flavor candy canes. <laughs> and um, so I, what I do love is that so. The Hamdy Canes came out years ago, and there was a YouTube video, and I just love this line that someone took it out, uh, took the Hamdy Cane out, and said, it smells fatty. (laughs) And that is rough for a candy cane. If you smell it, you say it smells fatty. (laughs) It's it's so I I love, too, that it's like, why would people buy these in the article? It's like, to fuck with their friends and family. That is why people buy these. Yeah. 100%, because they do look legitimately like 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 regular candy candy canes. That makes me think about those Harry Potter jelly beans that taste like vomit. Oh, we had those. They had like booger ones, bro. You guys know how we feel about April Fool's Day here, all right? We turned it into a whole very upsetting holiday instead, (laughs) just so that I wouldn't be given a ham (laughs) decay. And I don't think that's a crazy thing to think. Are you already thinking about your things, Holden? It's coming up, April Um, Fool's Day. Yeah. It's, it's not I've coming got, up. Oh, it's not coming not up. Coming we gotta start thinking yeah, about it now, MJ. <laughs> yeah. No, it's got it's about it's about half a year away. That's when you really start to have it's to take not inventory. Time, oh. Jackie. <laughs> it's oh not no, time MJ for Carey. It is not time. Have you had a Hamdy cane? And would you if you haven't? I would, but the problem is they're all sold out. I can't find them. All of them are sold out. I would try a hot dog one. <laughs> yeah, the can- I would throw up to t- before trying a shiitake mushroom candy cane. Ooh, that yeah. that makes me want to die. Um, but everything else, I'm like, it would not be right. It like it, not, it would never just like be feel right. But I would. I don't think I'd mind it. I'd fuck Mac with a pickle cheese. stick. I mean, you give me a pickle stick, I'll suck. Definitely, I suck on a pickle yeah. stick. Yeah. I'll suck on a pickle stick. I'll do it in front of your family. Sucking I don't care. Oh my god! Yeah, I would. Then you guys will both look like Ariana Grande, just staring at the Hamdy Canes oh, and sucking on them, just, just looking, looking up. at them. Wow! Look at the way that guy with a candy cane in his mouth looks at that other guy. That other guy was having a huge. Ugh. <laughs> 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 Unbelievable. But I mean, I don't know. I guess I don't. I do believe in in these candy canes, but I don't know if I believe in 
something else? I know what you're trying to do right now, but I'm going to let <laughs> you just let yeah, you, you already on cut it, it off. You already you. knew what I was going to do, so so I'm just going to be like, "What do you believe?" I'm not I even dangling. It's almost anymore. as if there's a conspiracy to <laughs> make oh, candy dangling participle. I'm pretty sure there's not a conspiracy, but anyways, what else is going on? <laughs> no, no, yes, it's time. It's time for celebrity conspiracy. Hit me with the share. Do, do you believe it? Was John Mulaney and Anne Marie Tindler's marriage actually broken up by? Timothy Chalamet. Yes. 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 Give it to me. This one comes in from Sarah, who says, justice for Olivia Munn, because who really broke up John Mulaney and Anne-Marie Tindler's marriage? Le Blind, according to Demois, Blind Post, an artist and comedian's wife who just went through a very public separation and divorce recently hooked up with a man her ex made jokes about her being in love with. The evidence, Exhibit A. Let's set the scene by backtracking to 2018 when Mulaney brought up Chalamet for the first time during his opening monologue in the Independent Spirit Awards saying, saying you know who's like in love with Timothy Chalamet? My wife. He again joked during a Netflix special titled Hilarity for Charity released in 2018. My wife is in love with this Timothy Chalamet son of a bitch. We know that Chalamet knew about the jokes because when asked about it by fans on Twitter, he responded with the most Chalamet tweet ever. Yes, I watched it from the gas station. Could it be that Chalamet's interest is piqued by Tindler's crush on him? Exhibit B. John Mulaney's BFF and also a very close friend of Anne-Marie Tindler is who? Pete Davidson. Who else? By the way, how do I know how to fucking pick these conspiracy theories? By the motherfucking way, dude. I'm a professional fuckface. You are a professional fuckface and everybody knows it. (laughs) (laughs) Who else is friends with Davidson? Timothy Chalamet. Apparently Davidson and Chalamet first became pals after meeting at the birthday party of mutual friend and rapper Kid Cudi. The pair, Cudi, whatever, okay? (laughs) The pair recently really clicked as friends when Chalamet hosted SNL in December of 2020. The pair joked during the opening monologue about their both being from Queens. Davidson has since acknowledged that the two are friends by saying it's annoying because he's really attractive and talented. Usually you're not, uh, you're only allowed, usually you're only allowed one. Like I I'd am. watch that tape. Just got to yo 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 yo. <laughs> and I don't know which one it is. It is more than likely that Davidson could have set his longtime friend Tindler up with her crush. Also, after parties and stuff, look, the evidence speaks for itself here. Exhibit C, Tindler began a graduate program in costume studies at NYU Steinhardt in 2018. Who else acted and studied at NYU at the same time? Whoa. All caps, Chalamet. Meaning that if they didn't actually meet the, they definitely did have at least one friend slash classmate slash professor in common that could have connected them. Exhibit D, as in dick, as in big. Big fat fucking Whoa. dick energy. Another friend of Tindler and Mulaney and efficient of their wedding is the one and only Mr. Dan Levy. And one time Levy and Chalamet were seen at the Tribeca Film Festival only minutes apart. So I don't know what that means, but I wanted to include it. Okay. Plot twist. I obviously really had to stretch to make some of these pieces fit, but I just so want Tindler to be with her crush because I think she is actually a really cool artist in person. And while I have always loved John Mulaney, he strikes me as sort of a typical sad boy who has some problematic tendencies that he's really leaning into right now. My new theory is that John Mulaney sabotaged his own marriage and Timothy swooped in just in time for Tindler to stay, to say, I'm in for a good time with you, but also I've got art to make. So don't tie me down. She just seems like she'd be that kind of badass hashtag Tindler stands hashtag yes. team Tindler. Oh my god, I felt uh, like I was on the circle, circle for right half now, a second. So. For half, it was like circle, circle send. Circle send. Circle send. So, 
dot 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 do you believe yeah sidebar sidebar Researching for this conspiracy just proved to me that there are only like 55 people in all of show business. That's Half exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> and the rest make up your blind items. P.S. I hope you know that we, the fans of Page 7, gush with our friends about your wins and love stories as much as you gush about your fave celebs. This show will will be what we talk about in our rewind apps in 20 years. Aww. So much love to you that all. That was so sweet. Heart. I almost Aww, just burst into tears. So <laughs> thank you so thank you so much, Sarah. So what do you guys think? Also, I love this, like the, the idea that half of the world is LPN universe because Amber just liked that Instagram post. Yeah. <laughs> I love that Amber liked that. So weird. Why would Amber I like that? Sometimes post? I don't know about you, but sometimes like I never like anything and I'm like, oh shit, the algorithms and I'll just start liking things because I forget. I, Cause yeah, I just yeah. look at things and I forget that I'm supposed to. I forget to like, I love yeah. to like a celebrity post. I do. I, I mean, I Ina Garten like. posts. I like it. You know, Martha Stewart posts. I like it. Sometimes I take a screenshot of a, of if there's a celebrity post that I see Jackie has liked sometimes I take a screenshot and I send it to her (laughs) or when a friend like obviously put a lot of effort in something and I keep scrolling and then I go and yeah, I scroll back up and I give it, it a like. You had to like, do it. Um, I believe, it. though, you yeah. did a great job researching this, by the yes, way. Yes, I love Sarah this. did. Oh, I know Sarah you did, didn't yeah, do it. I was talking so to Sarah. I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> pig fucker will strike again. Pig, this time, pig fucker's going to fuck fucker. a fucker. You're the pig fucker now, dog. <laughs> and it is very upsetting. I can't believe you You just you pretend to be pig fucker on the internet because you're scared of your opinions in front of pig me. Pig fucker. Yeah, well, I was bullied a lot as a youth, as an inner city youth, so now I take it out on people online, including Garfield uh, apologists. Uh, and Timothy. See, my problem is that I was like, I also believe, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. I feel like, I, at first I was like, I don't know if I do believe, because it was like, in my brain, you know, I, th- I think that it is it is a symptom of getting older. I still assume Timothy is like 18 or 19 years old. It's like, Jackie, he is 25 years old. He is a, he has a full grade. He's about to be 26. He is not that young anymore, but I haven't, switched it in my brain yet so Same. I'm like I don't know if he would he's 18 years old but um, <laughs> he's too young not, to date that older woman he's not <laughs> turns out yeah no I think it's great and I also want it to be true because I want her to be getting it as much as Melania yes, is you know they're her. both hot talented people who I guess you know are no longer married and therefore deserve to fuck other hot talented yeah. people hot wet lust <laughs> back to you Jackie alright can you not have an O in the middle of our podcast Wait, it's not my fault We're trying to I was reading Midnight Sun before we did this and then and that <laughs> man now Midnight Sun's getting me all weird and Jackie horny and I don't know what to do with oh. myself I'm living inside the brain of an 84 year old vampire um, but check it out over on on our Patreon because now I'm inside of Edward's brain. But first, before you listen to that, you've got to listen to the list. Oh, oh who's on the list? Me. Jackie, you gotta have that list. Celebrities who suffer from truly odd phobias. Now, some of these on here, we already know, like Adam Driver, who can't stand watching or listening to his own performances. We know that. And I had heard this, but I was actually surprised um, that Jodie Foster has a fear of cats because a lion nearly killed her once. It happened on the set of 1972's Napoleon and Samantha. When she was eight years old, the lion even took her in its jaws and shook her. So I would probably, I don't know if I would necessarily be scared of household cats at that point, or maybe they just remind you of the lion incident, but uh, it does sound very scary. That 
is sad because you know it's a I to me one of the best things about seeing big cats is thinking like oh you're just like a little cat but big but for her it's the opposite <laughs> she sees a little cat she's yeah. like you're just like little a big cat. cat but little I mean they are fuckers like Garfield How dare you? yeah famously I'm pig fucker yeah this is what a pig <laughs> fucker would say see I was thinking of the movie Roar but I was confusing Jodie Foster with Melanie Griffith and Tippi Hedren which is the movie that I've definitely talked about on here before where at least 70 people were injured mm-hmm. during the <laughs> shooting but that we need to do I need to do a whole episode on Roar because it is right. one of the <laughs> most batshit movies I've ever seen but speaking of batshit did you guys know that Billy Bob Thornton is somehow Afraid of pieces of antique furniture? Um, apparently it was kind of a problem on the Love Actually set when Hugh Grant would point out antique furniture to him, making him freak out. What? <laughs> what? Does he think it's like haunted maybe, maybe or something? Or um, I just feel like, why do I just feel like he's the kind of guy who's just like, Look at me, I'm so interesting. I have all these interesting things about me, like totally. this dumb thing, yeah, right? It, it, I it's don't like know. either totally fake and he's just like, I think that this is like an interesting thing to say, or he was like trapped in a scary neighbor's house when he was a child or something. <laughs> you know, I feel yeah, like yeah. those are the two options. It could be. I mean, he did try to sleep with my sister-in-law in front of my brother. So, you know, didn't care. Didn't care that Henry kept saying, there this is my wife. <laughs> um, but don't worry, Natalie is a fearsome woman. Um, <laughs> but what about Dame Judy Dench? I think I, I share this fear. Has a terrible fear of school children gathered together. And I, I think have, that's yeah, called living in New absolutely. York. Absolutely. Is that just yeah, normal? Yeah, anybody rides the subway in New York, they see yeah. the kids come on on a field trip, especially if they're middle schoolers, and everyone's like, these children are going to drag me. Uh, Yeah, yeah. or yeah, this is if you be work a at a bakery <laughs> and you work from 5.30 in the morning until 2.30, which is when the high school would get out that you lived right next to, so the bus was filled with them, and you just are always waiting for somebody to get their fucking brains smashed in because it was just scary. <laughs> but what does Dame Judy Dench say? I've always had a terrible fear of a lot of school children together. I don't know why, but I just have are the exact words. Because they're wild wild. animals. Because they're fucking crazy. Especially, yeah, like you said, when they're just like in transit. uh, (laughs) Therefore, no one's actually watching them for this like one little period of time. So they just go nuts. Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am and how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. One time, one time I was on the train and a group of middle schoolers came on and like everyone on the train like audibly like sighed and rolled their eyes and was like so stressed out. <laughs> and I was like, you know, like reading my book on my phone or whatever. And one of the middle schoolers goes, hey, Miss Molly. And it was my middle schoolers. Oh, my <laughs> God. Uh, and what did you do? And then I had That's to like. Fun. 
I was just like, hey, what's up? What field trip are you coming from? Like, thankfully, we like weren't that far from where I was going to their school where they were also going home to. But it was just funny to be like, everyone else on the train hates these kids. And I was like, hey, hey they're my kids. <laughs> <laughs> See, then, then it's mine. If they are ones that you know and like they are around someone they respect, then I'm not as scared. But when they're all alone, especially middle schoolers. They're very scared. Whew. They're, they're because they're very funny. That's the yes. problem is that and they are very react. funny and skilled at making fun of people. And they don't usually target strangers, but they, they might, might, you know, so you never they know. They could turn it on you. <laughs> and then I did come back to like my bullying years where like I mm. immediately want to say something like, oh, you want me to eviscerate you verbally? Because I can. Uh, but then it, then it's like, Jackie, you're not 13. <laughs> you're you, don't you don't need, need to, to do act this. like this. Um, but also someone should tell Khloe Kardashian not to act like this really tries to avoid one part of the body, the belly button. She says, I hate belly buttons. You can't touch mine and I don't want to touch yours. Who's going around touching fucking belly buttons? It's the same thing with the, the black hair issue. I'm like, who the fuck wants to put their hands yeah. in someone's hair? That's insane to me. And yet it, it's apparently it happens yeah. all the time. Oh, yeah. I mean, when do we, you know, maybe lovers would be like, I'll touch your belly button. You touch my, but that would make, I'd be like, get out of my bed. I'm fucking want to throw up right now with this cutesy shit. I want to, you know what I mean? We're touching one thing, one thing only. And that's our fucking. Oh, so only you know, genitalia that you won't allow a partner yes. to touch any other part of your I'm, body. <laughs> look, one thing I agree with when it comes to the Orthodox Jews is the All whole right, I get it. All right. I, I think understand. it's a brilliant development. It is just a way to have yep. a glory hole in the marriage. It's great. And All I think right. it's great. Well, at least I know We're what to get you. One thing and one thing. <laughs> <laughs> I will get you that for your birthday this year, Holden. And something we won't get for Christmas. Kristen Bell are pruny fingers because Kristen Bell will go to great lengths to avoid touching people with pruny fingers. She says she doesn't want her fingers to get wet. So she wears gloves in the pool. In the that pool. way she doesn't have Ugh. to touch people with wrinkly fingertips. And that's, are they going to get wrinkly? Like I have had, like as someone that like I worked as a maid for a while and when you put the rubber gloves on, like they still get wrinkly inside. Like if you're working a lot. They get more yeah, wrinkly right? actually yeah. by wearing gloves, first of all. So that's stupid. Second of all, I guess she's just going to hate being old for I the whole guess. time. Like <laughs> you got to get used to that. I mean, the first thing that gets all crinkle crankled is the crinkle hands, crankled. I believe, once you start aging. And yeah, you got to, you're, you're, you're taking one sensory pleasure at a cost of another. The sensory pleasure of water costs you slightly wrinkled fingers. Like, that's fine. Yeah. And like, <laughs> I mean, it's fine with me. It's like it's dehydration like too, right? So it's like, I just, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. Last but not least, Kylie Jenner has a particularly odd phobia of a, a cup that's full of dust. Oh, okay. She says, I don't know why. It's like one of my pet bees is when there's a lot of dust in a cup and it's getting in my system. So, oh my God. how do you feel about dust in a cup? A that's even crazier than the belly button thing. Like, who the fuck has a cup full of dust? <laughs> I was picturing like a cup full, like instead of dust. full of water, it's full of dust. <laughs> I think she just means like, Maybe like a little bit of dust inside of a cup that hasn't been used in a while that like you just wash out. But I do think it's very funny to say that it's a phobia because I don't know if that means it's a phobia, right? It sounds like she's afraid of her maid not cleaning her shit enough or frequently enough. That's yes. what it sounds like to me because <laughs> dust happens, bitch. You dust know, just happens, rinse it out. Bitch. <laughs> 
But a cup of it? Who's collecting it in a cup? Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah. MJ yes, does killing it bitch. today. <laughs> MJ Dust fucking killing it. Come on. <laughs> You dust ass. Um, and that's my list. <laughs> All right. And I can't see. I think I'm going blind. blind? Items. Oh, oh we, can't we can't see, see them. This A-list mostly movie actor knows nothing about the company that is paying him a ridiculous amount of money to endorse it. Perhaps he should have looked at all the customer reviews and lawsuits calling it a scam prior to taking their money and telling everyone how wonderful it is. He may have to hunt for some goodwill after this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Ben Affleck? Nope. Matt Damon. Yeah. What does he do? What's the company? Um, It's this Fortune Favors the Brave ad campaign led by Crypto.com. That's right. Another fucking cryptocurrency nightmare. The 60-second commercial features Damon taking viewers on a historical journey, journey of brave men and women who've made a difference in the world in the hopes of inspiring people to, quote, be their bravest selves. This campaign intends to formally introduce the platform aimed to accelerate the world's transition to cryptocurrency to consumers around the world and will launch on TV during Thursday Night Football on Fox Sports, eventually running in more than 20 countries. That's right. I really hope this crypto nightmare goes away. I know that this is probably like my boomeriest take, but I do fucking hate the whole crypto NFT thing. It's just so eye rolly and annoying. They're doing the same thing with McRibs right now. They're selling McRib NFTs right now. (laughs) Weird. Yeah, this is definitely me a boomer. I'm like, I'll never understand this. I don't want to understand it. I'm not. It's like I do understand. It just annoys the piss out of me because it's just like making graphic cards harder to fucking find. You just want your PS5. Yeah, I just want fucking (laughs) PS5. Anyways. Which I still haven't gotten. It's been out a no. year. It's been out. I've unbelievable. I, I've never very heard important this though. I, I can't believe I live in a world where a, a massively popular game console is just impossible to just go I to know the you're store very and buy. Upset about this, but does it make you happy to know that Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson had dinner on Staten Island last night? Dude, that's where he lives. I know, from. bro. Maybe I'm wrong. Wow, I, dude, they're totally fucking. I wonder if fucking. But can you imagine? Yeah, okay, yeah, as someone I come yeah, from yeah, Staten Island. I also, yeah. uh, my family's from Staten Island. I know Staten Island. Can you imagine Kim Kardashian on Staten, Staten. Island? I love it. Everybody be like, "Hey, that's Kim Kardashian!" Oh shit! Look at his. Hey, oh. show me your tits. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Tits just look like I thought they would based on the tape. <laughs> I saw the tape. The tape. I saw the tape. <laughs> Oh, my people, guys, Maron. <laughs> but Kanye is going to be so, wouldn't you be so insulted? You're like, I am a god. In addition to him thinking he's a god, even if you take that off, like I am a genius. I am like the most rich, famous rapper, most talented. This guy. And then this fucking guy who sits in the back of class, like How smelling we, like by weed. The way, <laughs> how did we get here? Because I just want to say, I, I should probably start like gambling on stuff. I'm so good at predicting stuff. Are you ready for the next yeah. blind? Oh my God. This illiterate A-list reality star is hiding her boyfriend. It isn't so much that she doesn't want the public to know. She just doesn't want her ex to discover it because then he will maybe say slash do things she doesn't want him to until after everything is settled. Oh. It's Kim. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck? 
fucked me up on this. Yeah, it's given given Kanye because they are still business partners as he has a huge stake in her Skims line. So, and they've even talked about how they're like maintaining their business partnership for now through the divorce and everything. But there were even also rumors that they were maybe rethinking the divorce. So anyways, that's so, I don't even know, that's so bizarre that we ended up on that. Uh, Oh, because you saw the breaking news. I think really what it is is that they have insane, amazing publicists. So they have whatever they want to have to make them always be, at least one of them is always in the top five headlines. It's crazy. It's incredible. And if you really think about pop culture and how all celebrities have people that they pay to make sure that these things are released, um, it really is nuts. It's wild. Yeah. Uh, but it also is, uh, I love it. So yeah, and that's, by the way, this blind is alleging Pete Davidson full on Kim Kim's BF. And I mean, this Staten Island news, I mean, come on, she's probably meeting uh, mama or something. You know what I mean? Is his mom still alive? Uh, I don't know. All I can think of is, um, is my cousin Vinny. I can't think of her name right now. Hot. Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei. Tomei. Did you guys see, uh, did you guys watch the the, Staten, the King of Staten Island? I actually enjoyed it. I need to see it. I need to see it. I, I because you, yeah, it's it's people really liked it. I it didn't really, yeah, but did. I think I would probably enjoy it. I got no problem with Pete Davidson. I think he's it fine. did change I how I, like I feel about Pete. Da- like it, I used to just be like, eh, I know he's an asshole. We all know he's an asshole, but it did, and I know that that's exactly what he was probably trying to do with it. But I really did enjoy it. Yeah, hell yeah. Well, all right, the final blind of the day. Uh, this is a fun one. A story about this recently deceased comics comic. A while back, he started telling a few jokes in his act about this A-list big box office actor with a weird personal life. Super weird, according to this podcast as of late. In no uncertain terms, he was warned to stop doing this by many powerful people, and at one point, a dead animal was dumped at his front door as a warning. He stopped the comics, stopped doing the material about the weirdo celebrity, but what he started doing once a month for a couple years was anonymously mailing a collection of phallic sexual aids to the A-plus actor. The actor never figured out who was doing this. Is it Norm MacDonald and Tom Cruise? Yeah. Whoa. Isn't that fun? And that's just a fun little Wait, anecdote. So he was so doing I guess what? He was threatened. He was doing just material yeah. about Tom Cruise and disparaging material. And then they told, warned him to stop. And then a dead animal was dumped on his front door was at it one a point. Fish? Oh my Probably. god! So yeah, didn't that? say what kind of dead animal. Whoa. A fuck fish with cum all inside it. <laughs> With his own cummies inside it, and then and then, uh, so Norm Macdonald uh, apparently, according to this story, allegedly stopped doing the material, but also started just mailing all sorts of phallic sexual <laughs> says to Tom Cruise, and Tom Cruise never figured out who was wow. mailing in these, I guess, dildos and things like that. Isn't that? Fun? I hope that's true. I love that. I know, right? That's just a fun little. Fun little tale of yore uh, to close out. So that's a fun one, man. Those are the blind items I can totally see again. And I see that we are in November. I cannot Uh. believe it. The holidays are here. And I'm ready for it because uh, as soon as the holidays come and go, I get that much closer to having a six-month-old, which (laughs) I'm told is easier than the current situation. Much easier. <laughs> Six months rocks. Ah, Six month olds are awesome. I know. I should have had a baby. I, next time I'm making it happen, if we do this again, I'm definitely going to make sure we have a baby in January or February so that by the hot time you get to the holidays, 
Hey, we can party. Hey, matzah. And then it's matzah. You know what yep, I mean? We can party. Not my, it, my, my kid is, my oldest is three, and we're just getting to the point where she really gets out. Like, holidays this year are so fun, Hell yeah. Right? But, That's awesome. But the two-year-old is cool. like, what? Okay, I guess I'll yeah. dress as a giraffe. Like, she doesn't really and You're just know. like, yeah, you'll dress as a giraffe. What are you, a stupid idiot? <laughs> it's Halloween. <laughs> I can't wait to pig talk to my fucker. This <laughs> pig old. fucker. But before we get into pig fucking, it's time for shout outs. Shout. Shout. Let it all out. Okay. These are the emails that you wrote it about. Come on. We'll read them to you. Come on. And I just want to thank you guys so much for sending in your shout outs and shout outs can be sent to page seven podcast at gmail.com. That is page seven podcast and seven, the number at gmail.com. And I love you guys. And thank you so much. You always make me smile and I love you. I love you. And my first, I love you goes out to Michaela and Michaela. Thank you so, so much for the kind words and beyond. Thank you for the self shout out. Number one, you are a badass and I love Loved your costumes. And please send me good wedding juju. I'm gonna need it. Michaela says, I got married on October 23rd, 2021, and god damn it was perfect. After a nightmare of a year of planning, I'm a married woman. We had just about every problem you could think of while planning, including my custom dress from Israel coming in wrong two months before the wedding, and my dad passing away a month before. But it all worked out, and I'm so lucky to have my amazing husband. Much love, Michaela, and thank you so much, Michaela. And I'm so sorry about what you had to go through before your wedding, but I'm so happy that you did it, and it's done. What is it like? Tell me what it's like, Michaela. I love you. But also, we have Cardi B's birthday up in the house. No, not Cardi B. I'm saying Carti B, the OG. And this week, they turned 30, and they sent in a proper Kris Jenner slash Kardashian happy birthday shout out. She loves LA. She loves it. Oh, God, guys, always please look up the Kris Jenner birthday video. Uh, always makes me smile. Anyway, Cardi B says, I truly am the very best wife, mother of fur babies, sister Scorpio, auntie to fur babies, daughter and friend in the world, and they are all so lucky to know me. And Cardi, I'll tell Kissel what you said, but you best make sure your husband is actually down because your girl could definitely make Make that happen. I love you. Happy birthday. And also beautiful Rebecca. I'm so glad you found us at last. We're a little late for Brooke's birthday, but Brokerp, I hope you will forgive us. And Brooke is getting a belated, although engorged with love, birthday shout out. And Rebecca, you're making me cry with this message. Brooke, Rebecca says, happy birthday, Brooke. You deserve so much Ask for so little and give all that you can to the people around you. I admire the way you are able to empathize with and care for others without compromising your self-worth or identity. God damn, you're amazing. Your confidence and compassion are what make you so special. You're gorgeous, total babe. And still the most attractive thing about you is the way you treat people. That's saying something too, cause that ass. Please never stop sharing the inside of your beautiful brain with me. I love it there. 
trash people, best friends, and partners for life, Rebe. Oh my god. Can I be friends with you guys too? I love you guys. And happy birthday, Brooke. And also, okay, Megan did it first, but here comes Sister Kelsey bringing in the rear. I meant like horses, not like making kiss. Bye, Copenhagen. Your sister is absolutely adorable. And please ask her about the emails she sent in. Megan, Kelsey wants to wish you a happy birthday and says, Thank you, Megan, for the Treat Yourself Saturday Winners shopping. Thanks for helping me roast our entire families at get-togethers and shady Snapchat convos. Thanks for being the person I call when I need to spill my fucking guts. Thanks for always being there for me when everything is too much. I'm so fucking proud of the woman you've become and all the fucking bullshit you've had to fight through the past few years. I'm so proud of you for seeing your red seal through. Megan is an auto-body journeyman. She finished all her schooling and has been throwing hands at them gender norms for over 10 years now. Hell yes! Meg is the best. She's kind and funny and beautiful and the best friend anyone wishes they could have. I love you one million and I hope the last year of your 20s is the best one yet. I love you both and I hope you guys have an amazing time this weekend. I kiss you, I kiss you. Please send me pictures. And we have another November 6th birthday coming at ya. And this time it's Toria's. Toria says... My name is Doria, and I've been a listener for a couple of years now, and I love you all so much. My birthday is November 6th, and I'll be turning 29. I never thought I'd live this long, so I'm pretty excited. If there's any way you could do a shout-out to be extremely cheesy and tell my husband, Justin, I love him more than he loves me. It's a long-standing bit we do where we try to show it as a fact who loves each other more, and that would be amazing. And Justin, she does love you the most. She used her own birthday shout-out to tell you how much she loves you, so I think I'm sorry. I think that she wins. And Dory even said, I feel like Jackie telling him would really put it to bed who wins a competition. I mean... She wins. Also, birthday. She's a birthday girl. I love you 100 million, Doria, and I hope that you have the best birthday, and Justin, I hope that you know what you got. Anyway, Sydney, thank you so much for sending in yourself. Shout out, because we are proud of you, too. Fudge! I love hearing about all the amazing work y'all do. Sydney says, I created my own graphic design and illustration studio, Crane and Palette, three years ago. When I first started, I was working for myself while freelancing for other design studios, basically just to keep financially afloat. I specialize in fine art wedding stationery. Think custom, intricately illustrated wedding invitations and event signage. And in 2020, I thought I was going to have to walk away from my dream because the wedding industry got hit so hard by the pandemic. I was about a month away from having to completely shut my business down, and I'd worked so fucking hard to get where I was, so I was absolutely devastated. Cut to today. Eight weeks ago, I quit my part-time design job and am working full-time for myself because my business has been absolutely crushing it. I'm about to open a studio space, hire my first employee, and buy a house with my sweetest honey, my fiancé, Ken. I want to cry even just writing this. I can't believe I've made it here. I will continue to work my fine ass off to create unique and beautiful works of art for my clients. The success of my business has been one of the highlights of my life, but only second to the fact that I get to work with incredible people 
and bring their artistic visions to life. The coolest part is that I'm really only just getting started. I hope you know that some gorgeous wedding stationery has been created while I listen to y'all talk about Tom Cruise fucking a fish. Oh my God, this makes me burst with happiness. Yes. Please check out Crane and Palette if you're looking for sick wedding stationery. Okay, Sydney, I'll call you for wedding invitations. Um, I haven't started on anything yet, guys. I'm not going to think about that right now because I want to give an amazing shout out to one of our ride or dies of our beautiful Twitch community. That's my name, B. Holden and I absolutely adore you and so does our Twitch community. And before I even get to her shout out, just please check out twitch.tv slash that's my name B. She's an amazing teacher and an amazing artist. Anyway, on to your shout out B. First, I can't help but just say to the Twitch community that you and Holden have built have helped me develop my confidence, laugh hysterically and sometimes cry in a great way. All of you have contributed to my journey of self-love and made a beautiful environment for B to be B. I would also like to say thank you to my bestie and business partner, Claudia. You are the rock that holds down my loose balloon. Working with you brings me so much joy. And also, did you know that I once met Hozier? I would also like to thank Hale Persephone or Amy. They are so wise and can write the book on emotional vocabulary, a book I've been reading and learning a lot from. Thank you for always knowing when I need to be checked on even when I don't know myself. And last but absolutely not least, I want to thank Jasmine, who is I don't really play video games, who also is my producer as well. She saw potential in a silly little idea I had about trying to make the world a better place through cooking, laughing, and talking about our relationship with food and art. Now I've been able to donate almost $1,500 to eight different charities with her help. Thank you for all the hard work you put into Dinner with Dolly. You are truly the best. And if you want to hang out with both B and my fine self, you can hang out on twitch.tv slash that's my name B on November 14th, where we will be raising money for an organization that I work with called My Friends Place. I love you guys so much. And again, that's November 14th. I'm going to push it again because you should totally come and hang out with us because B's the fucking best. I love you guys. And thank you guys so much for the shout outs. You make me cry and you make me so happy. And again, you can send your shout outs to page seven podcast at gmail.com and thank you for listening regardless of whether you're involved in the shout outs because it's just we gotta spread positivity guys we're here for each other and we have an amazing community i love y'all so fucking much and thank you guys so much for sending in such amazing shout outs we love you and i, I read every single one of them and i can't Thank you guys enough, and I can't thank my two co-hosts enough for being such amazing co-hosts. Uh, fuck you, sure. pig fucker. Yeah, yeah pig whatever. Pig fucker. Oh, yeah, big W whatever <laughs> to the two of you. And thank you guys for joining us on this. I episode. hope the pig fucks you. That was my That's other yeah. <laughs> I hope the still mad about it, still seething with anger, and I hope that you guys are too. But I hope that you end up smiling. And we love you so much. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at Jack That Worm, and you can come check us out on Fridays. I hang out with Holden, and that's over on Holden Switch, and he's going to talk about that in a second. But right now, I'm going to tell you about Twitch.tv forward slash. Oh no, it's Jackie, where we talk about sex on Tuesdays, we talk about fashion on Thursdays, and you should totally come hang out and totally check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash page7podcast, where we are now, oh, I'm tits deep. 
I guess I'm only ankle deep into Edward's brain. And he should come hang out with us. Hell yeah. Uh, and come hang out with us also on my Twitch, as Jackie just mentioned, twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho. Uh, I'm streaming Monday, Tuesday, Friday night. Uh, it's always crazy, and uh, we always have a good time. Check it out, twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho. And uh, please, again, patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. It is just going to rock your socks off. You're going to be like, did I just have sex? With this patron, like what? Ha- I feel that erogenous in zo- zones or whatever. <laughs> so yeah, That's so what say I say every time I even see it in my browser history. Yeah, yeah, right. I feel freshly Yee! fucked by a <laughs> fucking pig. So check it out, you pig fuckers. <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast and uh that's goes the same for our email uh page the number seven podcast at gmail.com and uh you know obviously i've been using the celebrity conspiracies you're sending in blind items everything and and of course the shout outs are great thank you so much so page seven podcast at gmail.com mj uh by the way if you do have any any issues with anything mj said about chris pratt Or about uh, what was the other one that that uh, Garfield? I didn't say anything about Garfield. It was what was the other person that you threw? Oh, Mariah Carey. Carey. That's MJKLCAT on Instagram. I am MJKLCAT on Instagram, and I think that I I think that I ended up landing in Camp Carey. Yeah, though because. You know, go to my Instagram. You'll see. I'm going to be putting up Christmas decorations soon. Hell yeah. And I can't wait to see it. Uh, We love you guys. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye, Bye, everybody. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Hey mom, first things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, mom, Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.